You're listening to the Bear in Mind podcast, episode number six. A podcast about love, color, and identity. And where driving yourself crazy is totally sane and curable. Now your host, T. Vias. Today's episode is about a tool that you can use to respond to poor questions or scripted questions that you get. So scripted questions for people of color. And by this, I mean, where are you really from? Uh, Do you own or wear a sari? Do you cook curry? And in part one of how to handle poor questions, I talk about the mind shift or perspective change that you would need to have in order to respond in a different way that you've already been responding. So I highly recommend that you check out the episode before this one. It's episode number five. So the tool I'm going to share with you today is based on the work of psycholinguistic Suzette Hayden Elgin in her book, You Can't Say That to Me. And I am so grateful for all of her work. She's written many books and they all address verbal abuse. And the tool I'm going to be sharing is based on her work. And I've modified it for everyday conversation where there isn't really verbal abuse occurring, but the tool is that good that it can help create dialogue, it can help steer conversations where maybe your dialogue partner isn't necessarily making it easy to create. Uh, I, I would say your conversation partner isn't necessarily making it easy to create dialogue in the conversation. So I modify this tool also taking in insights from reading about journalism. And the big insight from journalism that I took away is that everyone has an interesting story. And a lot of journalists, especially during the time where there was more print, they would be assigned um, an area to cover. So local sports or local politics at the city hall. And those aren't necessarily interesting topics maybe for the journalist to cover, yet they're, they are charged with the task of finding the story, finding something interesting about the story. And what this helped me see was that everyone has an interesting story. And it wasn't that I went into conversations thinking that the other people didn't have interesting stories. In fact, it was the opposite. I thought everybody else had interesting stories and my story was quite ordinary. This viewpoint, however, creates disconnect um, with the person that you're speaking with. There's already a gap, meaning, oh, you have the interesting story and my story isn't as interesting as yours. And that never really leads to great conversation and getting to know people and connecting with others. And so, Through reading about journalism, I realized that everybody has an interesting story, including myself. So when I watched journalists on television interview musicians, authors, actors, I also noticed how they would respond to journalist questions. And I started to put kind of the elements that I saw with journalists and people being interviewed by journalists together with 
Suzette Hayden Elgin's work on verbal abuse and specifically her tool called the Baroque Boring Response. And I put kind of these two things together to create a tool that you can use and practice with. So I kind of gave the name the Baroque Boring Response uh, a different name. It, it, I take the abbreviation BBR and instead of calling it Baroque Boring Response because that's not the intention is you're not trying to bore the other person you're having a conversation with. Um, it's called BBR and it stands for Bring It Back to a Response. And that means that you're basically not reacting to a question. You're more thinking about how you're going to respond to that question. So to explain the tool, I'm going to use the examples of the questions. Where are you really from? Do you cook curry? Do you own or still wear traditional Indian dresses like the sari? And this tool can be used for any question that you don't necessarily like. Um, or scripted questions that you often get and you're looking for a way to show up, respond differently to create better dialogue with the person that you're speaking with. So these questions like where are you really from or do you cook curry, kind of the way those questions don't really lead to dialogue is because, first of all, they're one-word answers um, they're yes or no questions, and from there, it doesn't really increase the chances of there being any sort of dialogue. So what BBR allows you to do is you respond to that question not in a yes or no way, but you respond with your story. And by this, I mean I you respond with the interesting part of the story, the part of your story that you love. And in episode one, I cover how I respond and it's using actually this technique. So where are you really from? And that question comes after where are you from? So I answer that question with Chicago. And then where are you really from is with the kind of the mind shift of looking at that question in a different way in the episode prior to this one, I open, I answer that question in an open way in a way that they are inquiring about me and I and they're inquiring about my story and I'm going to share my story with them about being from Chicago. So I would respond to that question using BBR as I was born in Cook County Hospital and that's the very hospital on which the long-running awesome television program ER is based on, which has some of my favorite actors in them. So if I break down what BBR is, it's basically still answering the question, how I see it. Basically, it's an open question about my origin. And I give them another two or three sentences about what I love about my story, what I find interesting about my story. And then I stop and I don't continue to ramble on. It's basically two, three sentences to share a little bit about myself. And I share something in which there is genuine truth in it. Because it really won't work if you come up with something that you don't really like about your story. Or if you come up with something that isn't really true or something you make up, um, let's say. 
And so I, I genuinely can answer that question from a place of, hey, you know, this is kind of a unique, interesting thing about my story. So using another example, uh, do you cook curry, which is a yes or no question. I could answer, no, I don't cook curry because I actually don't cook curry. Or I could tell an interesting part of my story. And the interesting part in relation to curry or just in food is that I taught myself how to cook. Using the BBR technique, then I could say, after having eaten curry for so many years, I prefer to cook so many other dishes because I've taught myself how to cook. And one of the dishes that I taught myself how to cook was the bechamel sauce. And that's a little bit more interesting than just saying, no, I don't cook curry. And I have used this technique. I don't use it all the time. Sometimes it doesn't come to me right away. But I have used it, I would say, probably in the last seven years, I've used this technique where I get a lot of scripted questions. And a lot of times it's from people that I've known for a really long time. I still get scripted questions like these about being a person of color. And I respond back using this technique. And what happens, and and this usually happens when I am talking to just one person and it really is effective if there's another person, there's three of us, four of us, five of us in a group and I get this question. What ends up happening is when I respond this way, somebody else connects to that story and they jump in the conversation. And then it becomes a conversation about, you know, for example, if it's about uh, cooking or, or different sauces or things like that, someone will jump in with their story. And it's, it's, it has been such a fascinating thing to see, and that's why I continue to use it, because it really does change and steer a conversation into more of a dialogue where I learn something else about the person. They just don't hear my story, but I come away learning a bit more about the other person, which then actually creates better connection with the person you're having a conversation with. So if you want to figure out your interesting story, I highly recommend you check out episode number three. It's what makes you interesting. And I go through an exercise of discovering what makes you interesting and finding what you love about your story. So I'm going to wrap it up here and I'm going to leave you with a thought and a quote. And my thought is that the stories of people of color are stories need to show up in everyday conversations in an unedited, uncurated way. And the quote that I would like to share with you is from the book, You Can't Say That to Me by Suzette Hayden Algin. And she quotes another book um, by author Watts from his book, Beyond Theology. And he says, what we need in a universe such as ours are not rocks and bastions. We need the knowledge of how to float and swim. I'll check back with you next week. Thanks for listening. Listen for a new episode next Tuesday by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Bye for now.